Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to educating and empowering men to address erectile dysfunction, improve confidence, and enhance the satisfaction in their relationships. This podcast is brought to you by ErectionIQ.com. Learn more at ErectionIQ.com. Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. I am Mark Goldberg, Certified Sex Therapist. I am deeply passionate about working with men like you to help resolve their ED. Mark Goldberg alongside your host, Casey Callanan. Today, we're discussing the impact of novelty, something new, new sexual partners, and how that impacts erections, if there is an impact at all. So when a couple first gets together, they are new to each other, and there is that element of novelty, it can lead to very exciting sexual encounters. In fact, it may be difficult to recreate those sexual encounters down the line as the couple spends more time together. Mark, what is the psychology behind that? So this is a really, really complex question. I'm not sure if I can do it justice and adequately answer this. Let me at least take a a few steps back and highlight that I believe that this is a psychological phenomenon that goes beyond sexuality. I think as human beings, we are chemically and, and neurologically wired to respond to new forms of stimulation with higher levels of dopamine. We get a very big response to things that are new. And over time, we adjust and we acclimate. There is a lot of psychological literature about the payoff that we receive as human beings by introducing new novel concepts to our repertoire over time, as opposed to uh, trying to kind of jump to the finish line. And it seems that human beings do better with slow introduction of novelty over time. There seems to be a longer term benefit uh, to that, because if we get to the finish line too quickly, we seem to acclimate to it. That's a lot simpler when we are individuals and we have more control over at what pace we choose to introduce certain novelty in our lives. This becomes far more complex in a sexual relationship and in a sexual encounter. It is assumed, I believe, in the majority of relationships that sexual activity is going to be included in the early stages of a relationship. So the idea of trying to intentionally uh, slowly introduce elements of novelty to a relationship, I think, becomes more challenging. As couples spend more time together and their sexual relationship becomes more of a routine, um, they know what to expect. Even things that were highly stimulating over time, the brain knows what to predict and it has largely acclimated to that form of stimulation so that you're not getting as big of a hit off of the same types of activities. Mm. When you say big hit. What do you mean? Like a rush of dopamine or something like that? So oftentimes it is. Oftentimes it is actually a chemical process that is happening up inside of the brain. But I believe even from a cognitive perspective, in terms of what we think, in terms of what we expect, if if you spend any time talking to uh, couples about their sex lives, which I know is not 
you know, general dinner conversation. But in my line of work, I do ask a lot of questions. And one of the things that I've noticed is that a lot of couples develop these unspoken sexual scripts. They actually never talk about it out loud with each other, but each of them can map it out almost to a T of exactly what is going to happen along the way. It becomes really difficult to even deliver a cognitively stimulating experience when the entire script is already written out ahead of people. Is it possible to recreate feelings of novelty with a sexual partner you've been with for a long time? So I think anything is possible. I want to be clear about that. I I think this is very challenging. And I think this is probably one of the primary challenges that people in long-term relationships face with their sexual relationships is that it is very difficult to recreate feelings of novelty. Some of the novelty I think that is experienced also has to do with some of the initial distance that exists in the relationship. And it is very difficult, if not impossible, to recreate a sense of distance. There are people who have... and professionals who have tried to make certain suggestions about how people can create some of that distance, create some of that novelty. Um, I think a lot of those suggestions are not without risk to the safety and security of relationships. And I think that these things have to be weighed. I recognize that this is a very, very complex uh, area of people's lives where they do need Uh, Many individuals do need to achieve a certain level of uh, sexual novelty, of sexual satisfaction. It oftentimes is healthy for the relationship. And at the same time, some of that can uh, put other elements of the relationship at risk. So is it possible? I believe that it's possible. I think, though, that people have to be very sensitive with how they go about trying to recreate these feelings of novelty. I will also just add that I don't think novelty is a necessary ingredient for every relationship and for everybody. As I've mentioned uh, on other episodes, there is there are different purposes and different forms of partnered sexual activity. Some of it is recreational, and I think that's really where novelty seems to be a more pronounced feature. And some of it is relational. And I think when it comes to relational types of sex... Novelty is not necessarily a primary active ingredient that is necessary to create the type of connection Mm -hmm. and the type of emotional and and sexually emotional intimacy that people are looking for with their partners. It's not to say that one of these is better or more important than the other. I think every individual comes with uh, needs for emotional intimacy, needs for sexual intimacy, sexual novelty, recreational sex, relational sex. But I don't want to uh, give the impression that novelty is the only important or necessary ingredient. But I also don't want to downplay the importance and the role of trying to figure out how to infuse a relationship with novelty. Yeah. And the way we've talked about novelty in this podcast so far, we've kind of framed it as it's typically a good thing in the relationship, at least speaking sexually. But what about when novelty isn't your friend? Maybe since you're new to the sexual partner, there's some performance anxiety that creeps in, resulting in ED. So can novelty cause ED? Is that is that something that you see? Yeah, absolutely. So there are plenty of, I mean, this is the ED radio podcast, so I'll say there's certainly there are plenty of men who experience a particular performance anxiety with a new partner. Some of the topics that we've covered in the past include 
uh, anxiety about uh, the size of one's genitals. Now, if you're in a long-term relationship with a partner and you've overcome that anxiety and you've gotten the kind of reassurance that you need, you may no longer be struggling with this. But if we drop that same person into a new novel situation with a new partner, uh, that can be extremely anxiety-provoking, um, cause performance anxiety. I also will make mention that in heterosexual relationships, I think it takes some time and certainly takes communication to learn what a partner may, like how things may work for them. I think this really varies a lot among women uh, in terms of what their sexual response is like. So again, in a longer term relationship, uh, this may be, I I even caution myself from calling it a skill set, but I think that uh, this may be something that you have learned about your partner over time. But that same knowledge that you've gained about what works for you know, partner A is not necessarily what's going to work for partner B. And that also, that novelty of a new relationship, if you are a partner-focused type of person and your performance and how what you elicit from a partner matters to you, that can certainly become an anxiety-provoking situation. Um, so I, I would agree that I don't think novelty is always a good thing. I don't think novelty is always a friend of sexual excitation and of erections. I do think, however, though, for a good portion, probably the majority of people, I do think that novelty becomes a positive active ingredient in many situations. And certainly novelty, introducing novelty into a longer term relationship where you do have elements of safety and security and connection already at play is probably an important thing for many, many relationships. Folks, you're listening to the ED Radio podcast And we've been discussing the impact of novelty and how new sexual partners can have an impact on erections. Mark, do you have any other final thoughts on this subject? So I want people to understand that this is a major challenge in long-term relationships. This is not a sign that something is wrong. It may even be a sign that something is right. The idea that Every long-term relationship is supposed to, just by virtue of the fact that it's going well, is somehow supposed to automatically navigate a sexual relationship, I think is a total misnomer. This is going to be a challenge in the overwhelming majority, I would almost say in all long-term relationships, uh, that novelty is just an important ingredient and it's hard to come by and maintain. The better you get to know somebody the more challenging it is to really introduce novelty. So this is totally normal, totally understandable, and you are in the same boat with almost every other human who's in a long-term relationship. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you know there is a huge mental component that goes into achieving an erection. Mark Goldberg, the certified sex therapist who hosts this podcast, felt as though this was a very underserved topic of education in men's health. That's why he designed Beyond the Little Blue Pill, the thinking man's guide to addressing ED. The course is designed to educate and fundamentally help you change the way you think about erections check it out at erectioniq.com front slash course you can explore three modules of this course completely free see if there's something in there that can help you erectioniq.com slash course and you can learn more there thanks for listening to the erectile dysfunction radio podcast for more information on today's topic and understanding how the mind impacts erectile dysfunction 
please visit ErectionIQ.com.